Welcome to FeastPod, the podcast where we talk about whatever we fucking want. Come join me, Kanong, and me, Sarah Davidson, for entree, main, and dessert, and take a seat at our table. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get started. Uh, I don't know because I'm actually, I think I'm sexed out. <laughs> I, I just want, believe I just you. want cuddles. Yeah, but then someone gives you cuddles and you're like, hey, you're too nice to me. I just want a husband. Do you really? I think so. If, oh, fucking hell. I don't know. I just don't know, babe. I don't, okay, we've just begun. We've begun. <laughs> we're talking entrees. I'm flipping this because this is an extra entree and <gasps> we were going to do a different entree, but we're already on it. I'm going I'm going to be in Spain <laughs> when this comes out and I would have just gone to my first circuit party. Do you know what a circuit party and is? And because I'm a boomer, I was like, babe, what's a circuit party? <laughs> Welcome to the feast where we never introduce ourselves properly. My name is Karnong, that's Sarah Davidson. We're going to talk about circuit parties. And where Khan is basically my walking urban dictionary because I don't know anything about anything. What okay. is a circuit party? Right. So I'm going to Spain. I'm going to something called a circuit party where it's like a circuit of like events, right, that happen all over the world and they're run by a certain group, right? Okay. And they're notorious for being hot gay men. Topless. I'm going to sit up Well, this. you're getting really serious. Yeah, because I'm really nervous. Um, it's hot gay men. They're topless. It's a hot country. So yes. they're dancing. Spanish men. Outdoors. No top. No top. Some of them only wear harnesses. I need to buy a harness. You need you have many harnesses. No, no, I need to buy like a really thick, like aggressive, like don't touch me harness because I'm really scared. Like an aggressive fuck off harness. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna get a harness. My friends who I'm staying with in Barcelona or Barcelona. Okay, which one do you say? Do you say uh, well, Barcelona? I, I, no, I say Barcelona because I don't want to feel like I'm a jerk. Oh wanker. But do you say Ibiza? Or Ibiza. You say Ibiza. I say Ibiza. Yeah, why? Why? Why do we do that? Because I think Ibiza makes you sound like you're uneducated. Yeah, but why does Barcelona make you sound like a wanker? It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, because Barcelona. Barcelona, anyway. Because, like, I don't know. I know, it's weird, isn't it? Anyway, Anyway, you're going to a circuit party. So they gave me an option. They're like, we can go to a circuit party or we can go to this event, and which is like more like Puftuf style event. And I was like, oh, I'll let you guys guys choose, like whatever. They chose a circuit party. So what's going to happen? So also, Khan, before we started recording, said they're all going to be a 10. I've never heard you give anyone a 10. Everyone's a 10. I don't understand but what you're going to no do. But no one a 10 because everyone's a 10. But what are you going to do? I'm probably not going to like care about anyone. because oh, I don't all... think you're going to survive. Wait, okay, this is really oh, – do I talk about this? Yeah, okay, fuck it. Um, <laughs> all right, so a lot of the big porn stars go to <gasps> no. the circuit parties. So I might be like, holy fuck. You're this person. Do you fanboy over famous porn stars? See, I don't think that in the straight world people fan over porn stars, but in the gay no. world, I reckon you do. Okay. Because there's only like 10 that are like- In the world? That are like the big hot ones. Real? The and they one, like mingle with the plebs? Yeah, and they, but they're the ones that like, you can't sleep with them because if you sleep with them, they'll film it. Oh my God. Okay, so if you end up on Pornhub, <laughs> oh no. Hey, it's, it's their only fans now. I don't think they do- Really? Hub. Yeah, I think they all just make their own content now. Oh my god! So this world is like changed. So I thought, oh my god, I thought I was really up with the references with Pornhub, but we're like people don't even do normal porn. But anymore. when I say that circuit parties, literally they all end up having sex on camera. No, just like in the open, like out out of doors, like well, out of doors. So I, like I spoke to a friend of mine who was straight, and he found himself at one of these parties. He goes, "Are you going to Manatee?" And I was like, "What?" Or something like that. I think it's called Manatee. Anyway, I'm like, yeah, that's where I'm going. He's like, okay, when I was there as a straight man, everywhere I looked, there were butts and dicks. And okay, I was like, so it's an orgy, like a flat out orgy. But I'm not that type of gal. But do you know what? I feel like Europe, like when I used to live in Paris, the the things that I did not know existed, like the underground clubs where people are just so liberal in Europe. And I feel like when you're over there, like when in Rome, right? Maybe that side of you will come out. It's just because we don't have those places in Australia. I don't. You know how on edge I get in big groups. That's true. Like in public big groups. like Especially in, if they're tens. Like even, even at like events where everyone's dressed in black tie, yeah. I'm like stressed. Which is weird. I don't think people would expect that about no. you. But you do get stressed. People think that I'm a full extrovert. But like in situations where there's so many extroverts, I become an introvert. You do. So I, I, I can see it now. What's going to happen is I'm going to end up at this party with them and I'm going to get really drunk. And then I'm going to be like, okay, I've been here for four hours. I'm going to go home. And then they're going to be like, 
No, you're we're not. We're at the home. pre-party. We haven't yeah, gone this to the hasn't even started. This is like, pre's. What? <laughs> and it's really weird for anyone who knows you here to think of you being out of your depth. Like, the, think about how wild the event has to be for you to be out of your depth. There. I am constantly out of my depth. Like, I am constantly <laughs> anxious and nervous. I need to see my doctor. <laughs> Okay, but if I come no, back no, and you is... have become a famous porn star, if you come back, <sighs> I will not even know what to do. Babe, when I say that I need to see my doctor, it's because I have a doctor that prescribes me things. For anxiety. For anxiety in big groups. So I do it for when I'm like hosting a show. Do you I have, really? I have it when I'm hosting a show or if I'm going to an event where I know that there's going to be a lot of people and there's going to be cameras there. So what are you, okay, so what are you going to do in a massive filmed orgy? <laughs> I can't imagine. I don't know. Wow, you really are stressed about this. I'm really stressed. Like, it it sounds kind of- really funny because it's like you're going to a big gay party where people are just dancing and having fun. And and having I'm the like, best time. I am so stressed. <laughs> I need to see my doctor for my prescription. <laughs> I feel like you're going to have a really good time. I Look, I, I'm going to go in this open-minded mm-hmm. and I know that the boys that I'm going with are not like orgy people. So okay. they're like, they're going to protect me. <laughs> From but saying what? That I'm staying at their house. From they're, they're, what? This is really funny. I'm staying at their house, right? And they're like, yeah, so you're in the spare room, but we actually use that as our change room as well. So, oh. like, we might come in and so just no randomly privacy. look at clothes. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, is that, are you trying to tell me that you're, like, that you're swingers and that you're going to come in naked? Are they going to put a pineapple on their door? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think they are. Okay, but this is really interesting. I am actually really excited for the entree after you come back when you can explain what actually happens. And (laughs) do you know what's weird though? I think like we're kind of prude in Australia sexually compared to Europe. Like they're very open. It is not that foreign for people to see people. Like there are clubs in Berlin, like normal clubs where people have sex in public. I have the pair of Speedos that I'm going to wear and it says, if found, please return to nearest top. But then if you actually return me to the nearest top, I'll be like, <laughs> he's a 10. What do I do? I'll, no, I'll, I'll literally be like, I'm not a bottom. Don't oh touch my me. God, what do I- <laughs> but I actually think when you're over there and you're relaxed and like you're having a good time and you're in a different headspace, I think you'll have a really good time. Well, I feel you like don't have to sleep with people. Actually, you you know can what? just enjoy it. I just did well pride where everyone was just having sex in pools and I didn't have partake. I went home. <laughs> I was like, it's too much from going. You're going to have fun. I think you have a really fun time and Why you can report back. I the option of leaving. So I wanted, to, I, oh. I, I wanted to book my own hotel for that night because I was like. You want to be able to go. That gives me anxiety. Yeah, the fact that I'm going to be with people who party and stay out and I'm going to want to go home. Because, you know, I actually go home pretty early compared to other people. Yeah, and do you know why I know that? Because I'm the one in the Uber with you. He's yeah. like, okay, <laughs> I'm leaving and you're like, can I come with you? I'm like, it's 1.30, 2 o'clock. Nah, it's too late. we got to go. we got to go. we got to go. Bye, bye, bye. Like, bye we got bye. things to do tomorrow. I've got to make breakfast. I've got to go to the market. Do you know, I think that's something that people don't know about us. We look like we've been there all night because yeah. we don't like, we post the content as if we've, like we go hard when we're there. Yeah. We just then are like, okay, we're done. So that we can do things tomorrow. Yeah. We can sleep early, get up, beauty sleep, put a face mask on, use our LED mask, get up, go to the market and be healthy the next day. It's balance. It's balance. It's balance. Do you have an entree? Well, my entree is that today I learned what a circuit party is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to like educate you on more things that I'll probably do over there. I know. But you know what's really interesting? That I will at the same time as this comes out be in Morocco, which is like super conservative and like the total opposite during Ramadan. Maybe I fly to Morocco because I've got two days off. <gasps> oh, my God. Okay, that's a dumb do, thing to talk about. Do you know Morocco and Spain are the, like the two – like they're so close. You could literally – they they're are, docking. They are <laughs> – Morocco and Spain dock. They literally dock. We could swim to each other. Scissor. Wait, we could, they're scissoring. We could swim to each other. We're so close to each other. I'm not swimming across any bodies of water. Oh, I could swim to you. Do that. To the orgy. Well, okay. I could bring my husband. Can I, can I, <gasps> okay, come to the circuit. <laughs> come to the circuit party because I, I'll, I'll have sex in public with Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's my entree is that I'll be like in the opposite kind of experience but also overseas but opening my mind in a different way. You know that I'm, I'm actually the two days off I'm thinking of going to Madrid and I'll, I'll be in Madrid Ooh. alone and I've never travelled alone ever in my life. I love travelling alone. It is the most liberating thing ever. But how do I try all the dishes? You just alone? order them by yourself. But then I won't be able to try them more because I get full. Well, you just are like, you know what, this is an experience where I am maybe not going to finish every dish, but for the sake of experiencing it, I'm just going to treat myself. Do you know what? You will, I can't believe you never travelled alone. 
like you've never been so free as when you're in a city by yourself. Sarah, you know that I don't like being alone in general. That's true. This is true. But maybe you'll find yourself. I think I know who myself is and it's someone who does not enjoy being alone. But I that's enjoy because company. you don't like being quiet with your thoughts. No, no. I just like company. And I like sharing. People. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to mains. This was pre-recorded. <laughs> so was our mains. I don't know who this guest is because I don't know what order we're putting the we guests out. We're just going to mix and They'll just – our entrees and mains will just scissor each other all week. <laughs> <laughs> Boop. Are we rolling? We're always rolling. I always get I get I, I always get nervous because I'm like we always have like random chats and then it's like we're rolling and I'm like what the fuck? I always tell him like I just 45 minutes into a rant. I'm like, by the way, we're, we're rolling. rolling. <laughs> yeah. That was really inappropriate. Perfect. It's always in the middle of some like random inappropriate non-PC thing. I'm like, by the way, I just recorded like an hour ago. Um, so I'm really excited for our main course today. We've got a very special guest in the studio with us in a different studio, not the one that we're usually in. But Sarah's really good at Italian, so I'm going to let her introduce him. Oh, okay. Lei si chiama Thomas. Uh, Full name, please. Thomas Mazzucchelli. Se- Malucelli. Malucelli. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what else can I say? I said that right, right? Yeah. Lei si chiama yeah. Thomas Malucelli. Malucelli. Non parlo italiano molto bene, ma posso farmi capire. Benvenuto. Per me invece parli molto bene italiano. Non dire bugie, sei fantastica. <laughs> okay, what the fuck did you both just say? Um, I introduced him in yeah. Italian. I said... What are you doing tonight after is... 9 o'clock? I'm free. And yeah, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah me his too. His number is and his measurements are. <laughs> it got really hot in here. Yeah, it's getting hot. <laughs> oh, I forgot to say, ti presento il mio amico. Lei si chiama... Thomas Malucelli. What does that mean? I was introducing him to you. She's oh. good. Said, She's really good. I present to you. My friend Thomas. Okay, My well, friend Thomas. Guys, well, you, you're listening at home. You probably don't know this, but they pretty much had a 25-hour chat in Italian before this began. So I was like, what the fuck? I'm, I'm left out of this. I have no <laughs> idea what's happening. Well, but it's really interesting. You can do, can you do a full Italian accent? Because it's kind of British. Yeah, because so here. I'm Italian, but mom is English. So I grew up being bilingual. But if you want, I can speak like this, like an Italian and I sound fully Italian, you know, like I eat pasta, I eat pizza, let's go to Surrey Hill, let's get an apartment together. Come on. Oh my God, can't okay. even get to full. He said bilingual. He said bilingual. 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 I got two yeah. I'll tell you that. Also, I noticed when Khan was doing the little introduction, it's very rare that I see this, but you were nervous. I'm, I get, he's flustered. I get flustered. You don't get flustered very often. You're like, I know he's attractive. I've seen him on the internet. I've seen him on the internet without his top on. He's not used to seeing me with my top on. Well, right? I didn't recognize literally when he walked like, in, I was guy? like, I literally when he walked in, I was like, oh, I didn't recognize you with your top on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not used to this much. Don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Okay. So for those that don't know, Thomas was one of the three bachelors this year. My favorite out of the three. (laughs) Just, yeah, just saying. Just saying. Just saying. (laughs) My favorite out of the three. But I'm really confused as how you got there because born in Tuscany. Yeah. Moved to the US when you were 20? Yeah, 23. 23. How did you get here? And then how did you get on a TV show here? Good question. So I'll give you like a bit of a shorter answer. So when I was 23, I went to Disney World to work. And there was a one-year experience. It was amazing because my background was hospitality. And so uh-huh. when you go and work for Disney World, they give you references where you can go and work in any restaurant in the world. So it's like the Harvard for hospitality in, right. in the front of the house. And I went there with that intention and then met my ex-partner in Disney World. Did the whole year there, went to work in New York for a little bit. And then we were like, okay, it's time for us to make a decision. Shall we settle here or keep traveling? Mm. And she was like, let's go to Australia. I'm like, okay, let's do it. Got the visa, traveled here, and then started working in this beautiful restaurant in Sydney. And uh, we got sponsored without even really wanting it. So mm. we ended up staying here for, well, it's been, now it's coming to my 11th year. <laughs> A long Just time for like a little visit, right? Yeah, and it was meant to later. be the one you know, coming here for one year, travel, go back to the states, kind of thing. Mm. Never happened. And then me and my girlfriend broke up in 2020. I spent 
pretty much almost two years just like healing and wanted to learn more about women and relationships and sex and was not dating at all. And then I was working really hard to build my online business at the time when COVID here was like, I was obviously the restaurants were closed, so I was just working online and wasn't watching any TV. And then went downstairs one lunchtime and um, I was like, I'm just gonna watch Netflix today. And Too Hot to Handle came up. And I watched the first season and I got obsessed. I was like, these guys are so hot. Um, they are loving life, having such a ball and I'm single and I wasn't really fit back then. So I got really inspired to get into shape and I was like, I want to get on a TV show. Yeah, yeah. And so every morning I was like visualizing myself, like, you know, working out and going on a TV show and, you know, meeting my potential partner. And I kid you not, I talk about manifestation. After two weeks, I opened my Instagram, I had this message from a talent scout saying, hey, we're looking for hot guys for a TV show. Are you interested? And are you single? And I was like, this is a joke. And I was like, I'm interested, single, and ready to mingle. <laughs> and then they responded. They were like, okay, let's do a Zoom call. And then that's how it all happened. And oh I went on The Bachelor. Oh God, you manifested that. Yeah. Literally. I also picture you working out in the mornings too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This <laughs> that is so yeah it's yeah. so wild as well because because we, we believe in manifestation 100 like we have open goal setting conversations with each other all the time we're going to walk and we're like what do we want over the next couple or this year and then it always ends up happening like last year we went for a walk and i was like we want a billboard and we literally went <laughs> yes. and took a photo with our billboard like earlier today <laughs> but we did it in like february we're like we thought this would take like five years yeah <laughs> why has it happened so quickly yeah, it out loud. yeah. Just say things out loud yeah words are spelled yeah yeah but also how wild to go from a farm in tuscany to Disneyland, to Australia, to The Bachelor. Like, what a ride. What a ride. And I feel as though um, it's a common story where people say that they come to Australia for a holiday and they end up staying. Like, they just fall in love with the country, the sunshine, the men, the women. It was that for me. Like, coming here, I was like, again, I had this beautiful plan of going all around the country and then going back. But then planted in Sydney, fell in love with the Bondi lifestyle, the sunshine, and just everybody's just so friendly and laid back. And then, yeah, they were like, do you want a sponsorship? I'm like, okay, I'll take it. We'll, we might stay here for like, not just one year, but three years. Mm. And then one after the other, we just, here I am still. So, but you were with your ex-partner for six years? Uh, eight. Eight? Yeah, a long time. Wow. Yeah. So I understand why when you would come out of that relationship, you're like, I know, be single. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for a while as well. Was, I, that, oh was that weird being so single and then going and then dating like, 25,000 women. It was so weird. Like, so for me, like being single for two years, I was so out of it. And so, you know, when you get, you go through that phase where you want to heal and learn lessons and whatnot, but then as a human being, we crave that connection. And so mm. I was actually quite definitely lonely. And so mm. when I went on this show, well, before the show, I was like, fuck, I need to get my act together and get used to dating again. Mm. So I went on Hinge and I became a serial dater for like three weeks. I was like, dates, 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 dates. We call them hoes. That's, I know. I'm a hoe. I think we're called, yeah. I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it. Yeah, you will. And you then, also <laughs> get that out, out of your system after eight years. Absolutely. Like, part of you that's got to kind of be single. Cobwebs, get them out of there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no jokes, no cobwebs. Stop but, blowing. <laughs> Out. Stop it! You're married. I'm gonna get it out somewhere. <laughs> but then you go on this show, right? And all of a sudden, you're surrounded by these fantastic, beautiful women who are just ready for a relationship. They're ready to find love. And I was like, "Whoa, what am I doing right mm. here?" And so, going from lowly to this place of absolute—I mean, infinite possibilities—with these girls, which mm-hmm. is incredible. So it was very strange. It was a big wake-up call. It was a lot to take in, for sure. Yeah. I think it's the first season that you've ever had three bachelors as yeah. well. So not only is it a hard dynamic of you and lots of women, it's also three of you and lots of women and you're all dating the same people. Like that would have been so much to deal with. But was it was there, a lot. Was there a lot of crossover with women though? Like uh, I've, uh, wasn't it like you guys chose your kind of core group and then like some of them yeah. moved? Yeah, we had we chose our core group and some of them moved. And initially we didn't quite know if we could actually – get girls from other groups. We didn't quite know the rules. Looking back, I kind of wish that we were more 
let loose or free because there was there were a few girls from for example felix's group that i was really vibing with name them um one was emma yeah that lives in melbourne okay. i really just put him on the spot I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah it's fun yeah, it's fun yeah yeah go for it it's true she knows maybe um oh she does now she has a boyfriend yeah. anyway now oh yeah oh, sorry trust me i sent her a message so yeah I don't waste time. <laughs> she was one. Yeah. And then there was a few other girls as well from other groups that I was, I, I, I think now, I wonder if they were in my group, what could have happened because mm. I can see there's a lot more compatibility. Yeah. Okay. But what do you do? You go with the flow. Were you allowed to swap or you didn't know? If Eventually. You were I didn't swap. know. Okay. But I think we would have been allowed to swap. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it would have yeah. just been great TV. Yeah. 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 Well, it's like which is why anything, I'm anything that makes great TV, you're allowed to do. Yeah. Yeah. You're not allowed that to they do. Didn't encourage them to do. Yeah. I, I think that they, I, I think that with TV shows, they don't encourage you to do things. They yeah. just, they if, if, if it's it. some sort of a rule and you're kind of breaking it, it makes better TV television. Yeah, yeah, so they're yeah. not going to be like, you go and do that. It's like, well, Let we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Also, one of my thoughts was like, Farad, I've, I've got 10 of my girls who I haven't actually met yet. So I wonder what's going to happen if I bring up, bring in some other girls. Like there's not enough time to, to actually form a, a strong connection. Mm. And so I tapped out. Yeah. But now, I, and now I'm wondering, you know. Well, you can always slide into it. I know. DM. Yeah. 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 It's easy. <laughs> that's, that's actually how I um, usually speak to people and get to know people the first time. It's a slide into DMs. I did that with Dr. Matt Agnew, who was on The Bachelor, who was a bachelor. Yeah. But I looked at our messages and my, my slide into your DM is really funny because it's not my usual slide. What did you do? It's, it's fucking like, it's just not. <laughs> Let's find it. It's really funny just because it's not like a, it's not an aggressive ho slide. It was literally like. Where are those pants from? Wait, <laughs> it's like a fashion question. It's a fashion question. Wait, what? You look for it too now. No, because like he hosts like all the time. Yeah, but um, Thomas wasn't looking after his Instagram, and I literally just wanted to know where the outfit is from. So I was like, whoever's looking after this account, would you be able to tell me where the white <laughs> pants with the khaki waistband are from? <laughs> That's such a different move for you. Because I knew that no one, there was there was someone looking after your Instagram, and I was yeah. like, yeah. and there was a photo of you on there with a pair of white pants that I really wanted. I was just like, I, I want those I white pants. Like, <laughs> Screw him, I just need the I just want the pants. <laughs> Same with the link. I don't care what you do and who you are. Well, I, at least I didn't woof you or daddy you. That's no, true. Yeah, thank you. That was very refreshing. <laughs> woof would have gone down kind of okay. I feel like it well, was a really fun one. Well, woof worked for me with Matt, but I don't know. I feel like you get woofed at a lot. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Oh my god! Okay, so, tell us about the state of your DMs right now. It's a lot. It's a. Uh, it's a. It's, like how many? Oh, oh, like thousands. There's thousands. Yeah, oh my god. there's thousands. A lot of dick pics. Um, I actually only got two dick pics. Ah, oh, and, okay. and were, they the nice? last- were they both from cars? <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? Ooh. I just had a feeling. <laughs> no, wow. the, the last one I got sent is like this this dick video actually, and he a was dick like vid. a dick vid, and he was like so looking forward to my reaction, and I was like, thank you for this video, but just so you know, I'm actually straight, and he was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, and he stopped. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so he was really respectful. No, he was. No, no, he was. No, no, yeah. No, no, that's not. That's not what happened. I he, swear. He. No, you know, I know that's what happened to your end. But the other it. guy would have been like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." Knowing full well you were straight, but just was trying his luck. Just in case. <laughs> yeah. Just in case. It's like, yeah, you apologize to seem like you're a good person, but like. You did that on purpose. Just in yes. case. Yeah. Yeah. You might you might see this and you might change your mind. Yeah, right. Dick vids. Dick vids. Wow. Dick vids. Well, there's a lot of people that are. But mostly women. Yeah, mostly women in my DMs now. Lots of women. Hmm. Lots of photos, lots of requests. Photos, like straight off the bat. Yeah, Just yeah, like, yeah. hi, this is my photo. Yeah. Yeah. Do you go through like, them? Do you spend like time investing in the? I'm room? not gonna lie, I do because like Look if them. somebody sends me an, a nice DM, like I will respond. Yeah, um, it's like and, well thought. Yeah, and I, I love receiving nice messages, mm -hmm. but when it's just like you know when you when you just treat me like a piece of meat or you know put your hands around my neck, daddy kind of thing, I'm <sighs> like I'll just leave you on red. But I still appreciate the message. I'm like thank you for sending it through, but um, maybe not. <laughs> What's the worst message you've gotten? The worst message I've received, I don't really, I wouldn't really call it the worst message, but 
probably dick pics just ah. just because I'm like yeah. oh, I, I just meant like the dirtiest message you received or the most bold D- dirtiest the most bold was a girl messaging me saying uh, how good she felt with some of the words that I was posting on my story and how even better she would feel with me inside of her oh. right away <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this makes me feel so weird so forward. So forward. I'm like, that's a, like a third date thing. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think you were going to do? Reply and go, meet me here at this time? Like, well, what apparently, do you think is going to happen? Apparently, you'd be surprised how many guys actually do that. Like, how many guys really? welcome women that are so forward. Yeah. I reckon if that person caught you at a moment where, let's say, I don't know if it's the same for you, but when I'm hungover, I'm really horny. So <laughs> I was like, if you find the person at the right moment, I reckon they would have gotten it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I've had. I've had that happen to me once and this girl was sending me like lots of videos and messages and she got me at the right moment. Yeah. And so we just started like this exchange of like videos and we ended up like having phone sex kind of. And it was really nice. It's just because you were in the moment. In the moment. Did you, you ever, right did you ever meet up with her? No. Oh. No. Just, it was just a social media thing. Would that just, did that just now end and you never messaged again? No, never. She wanted to catch up with me again, but I was like, this can't happen. <laughs> Oh well, if she's listening, <laughs> if she's listening, just let just just, just know send that. Send us the videos. We want to see them. <laughs> no, if you catch him at the right time again, he'll probably go there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bide your time. No, bide your time. Honestly, that's what it is because I feel like it's the same in on my side with like gay guys where I might not reply to you, but if you catch me at that right moment, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what they say? Why like, consistency is king, and then persistency always wins. So yeah, because you're just like. Okay, Just keep you're, going. There. you're there, might as well. You've yeah. tried many times, but today yeah. it's your day. Yeah. Although there, there you go. I respect there, you. There are people who do continually slide in. I had one time, and I just wrote like, back oh. and I literally was just like, I'm really sorry, but like, I'm really not interested. Like, <laughs> I, I'm like, stop. Stop <laughs> or I block you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's a really big thing to go from an eight-year relationship to dating again, but then dating on national television with three other guys, with the whole of Australia watching you. Mm. How did you get used to trying to form an actual connection with someone at the same time? as Because in normal relationships, that's cheating. Like you wouldn't yeah. be scouting yeah. that way. So how did you get used to that? And then like kissing mm. one person and then going and doing it with someone else and then knowing everyone's watching you. Short, yeah. Shorter version of that is she's asking if you get performance anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Could you get it up? Is what I'm like, no. no! You took it too far! I literally got it at a really nice fun point and you just went over. No, I just mean, was it weird to be like- I was about, to, res- I was about to respond there and the answer to that question is, yes, I have had performance anxiety before, but I've also had girls who go way past that and know exactly how to get it up even though you have performance oh. anxiety. So it's all about the girls sometimes. <laughs> I'm going to put myself out of the picture. You know, I wasn't actually, I honestly was not expecting this episode to be so sexual. I was just like. I'm also genuinely curious though, when I watch the show, I'm like, it's mentally not the usual way you date. Mm -hmm. You're usually like, if you're taking it to a second, third, fourth date, you've usually stopped dating Mm -hmm. other people or you've stopped investing the same amount in each relationship. Like how are you keeping them going all at once? Yeah, that's a really good question. So I was in a bit of a pickle when I first started because obviously I started and I had like, you know, my two or three favorite girls. Mm. And so in a way I was like almost set in just meeting those three girls properly. But then I was like, I'm in, the, I'm in this TV show. I've got 10 girls. They all deserve like a chance and they all deserve my time. And so what I, my train of thought was, okay, I'm going to get all these single dates and group dates. Whenever I'm going to single date, I'm going to be completely myself. I'm going to, you know, go the fullest, love the hardest. And, um, and then just wrap that experience in a bubble, park it there. And then go to the next girl, same thing. Put it in a bubble, park it there. And so then I had all these bubbles and I was like going in and out of these experiences and figuring out which one felt the, felt the best. And also I respected the girls. So when I first started the show, I wasn't kissing anyone in front of any other girls. Mm-hmm. And that lasted probably until half season when I was like, okay, now my feelings are way too strong. Let's just trust the gut feeling and go for it. So you're, 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 you're good at compartmentalizing. Basically. Yes, yeah. yes. Which I, I'm also, I can do that. I can just cut things off. Yeah, easy. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, but I feel like dating on national TV would be a lot harder than that. Like, I feel like, yeah. because it's it's not just 
dating multiple women, women is also being judged by Australia. Mm. And also this season you've got two other bachelors, which means that you're not just getting judged by Australia, you're getting compared to other two other people and how they're dating and how they're acting. And we're so different, uh-huh. right? We're so different. Yeah, All of us, so we're different. so different. Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, luckily, luckily, the first couple of days I was sweating hard. Like I was, the, the, my first blind that I went on, it was really hot in the Gold Coast. And I was honestly, I was, you know, when you go and do an infrared sauna for 45 minutes, yeah. I was all dressed up nice and I was even sweating from my eyes. I was so nervous. <laughs> but then after the second day, <laughs> I'll get it. Crying. I was, oh, I was crying, <laughs> sweating, I was so you name it. Like it was unbelievable. But then the camera guys were really good at just keeping their distance and keeping their privacy. So although, although you know, obviously you know, but although you know you're on camera and on a, on a mic, I just, just cut it off and mm. I was just trying to be myself. It's really interesting you say that. Cause I feel as though when people haven't done TV, they don't get that. Like you actually can just switch that off. Like you would know this, mm. like the first couple of times, you know, there's a camera there, but after a while, it's just kind of like, it's part of your life now. Mm. So it's like, it, it just disappears. Like the first time we probably spoke to camera, but we don't do that anymore. Yeah. And it's just like, it's there. Yeah. But you just kind of. Yeah. I think it's also because you don't see everyone in their homes watching their TVs. Yeah. Like mm. they think that you know that, you know, 20 million people are watching Oh my you, God. But you're like, I can't see them. All I can see is one cameraman. Like, you know, you don't Thank actually God. see your audience while they watch. So yeah. it's different. That's yeah. the startup that we're doing, the three of us. <laughs> we install legally. We let people install cameras in their TVs and we just watch them. And it's a, it's a worldwide like web of just being able to flick through people. It becomes the reality of the reality. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> I think that's Copyright. actually going to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm like, that's actually like, it's like TikTok, but forever. Yeah. Yeah. And like flipped. Yeah. It's like flipping it on the people who usually stalk you. Yeah. Oh, I'm watch you back. And then when Karen comments on the Facebook post, <gasps> a yeah. really bad comment, and we're like, Karen, you got some courage and some balls to comment when I can see you right now, what you're doing and how you're With dressed. With your eight cats. Yes. Yeah. <gasps> Yeah. Do you oh, actually talking, talking talking about um, Karens? Did you get much hate? Not really. I there were obviously lots of judging comments, mm. um, and being someone who never really does drama or gossip, I was really curious to. I went on a bit of a um, rabbit hole in reading comments, and I was like, "Holy shit, oh, people no. are mean!" Yeah. <laughs> and so for I for one day I was like, "This is not good," and so I had to stop. And so I from that day I just stopped reading comments and and all of it. Were you reading Insta, Facebook, or Reddit? I was reading Instagram first, yeah. <laughs> and then what did it was Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Oh Twitter my god! Because I brutal. Because I mean. I find that um Instagram softer. Twitter's bad. I actually think that Facebook is the worst because Facebook is a different generation yeah. where they don't understand that like what they can see. Yeah, with the, yeah, yeah. So they just write things and they're always a little bit older and they're just very harsh. Very harsh. Yeah. And like, so because I, I never got much hate on any of my shows, but the only place that I ever did was on Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah. And the, the difference between Twitter is I find that if you're ever going to do a TV show, anyone at home, if you go on Twitter and actively tweet, you don't get the hate because they the Twitter thinks they you that, that, that you're a part of the Twitter community so they don't hit you back. Uh. As soon as you're quiet on Twitter and you're only viewing, that's when they say whatever they want. Because I, I found that like when I was tweeting along with like every show that I did, people were super nice because they're like, no, he's here, he's with us. Like he's watching it with us. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. It's interesting. I There was a, a podcast, I forget what it was called, but they were taking the piss out of me and what I do and all of that. And then I actually got to meet them at a show in person and they were like, you know, let's take, a photo, let's take a photo together. And I was in Sydney. Uh-huh. Let's take a photo together. And then I actually, they posted another mean, I mean, tweet. And so I commented back saying, hey, it was so nice to meet you last night. Um, you called them out. Yeah. And then from there, they started following me and they stopped all the negativity. I was like, they just want sometimes the- it's good to just like address, like, I can see this. Yeah. I am a person. Yeah. They just want the attention. Yeah. yeah. They, sometimes they just want you to just give them something. Yeah. yeah. Like a little. A little follow for follow. Yeah, <laughs> they just wanted like a, like. They just wanted yeah. a, a topless pick, a personalized one. Easy. Yeah, personalized <laughs> one. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> one of the things that I 
think would be really interesting, even though you didn't spend much time in Italy and then obviously lived in the States, but I think we underestimate the difference culturally in dating yeah, and how Aussies are so, like we share the same language as the British and the Americans, but culturally we're like quite different. Like our sense of humour is really different. Our way of even doing business, you have to learn so much. Did you find that since coming to Australia, I mean, you've obviously been here for a while, but mm-hmm. did anything shock you about the way we date? Oh, date. Not really. I felt I felt really comfortable in, okay. in dating girls here. I guess everybody has their own style in dating. So despite me having a certain style coming from Italy, I brought it into Australia anyway. And so I kind of made it my own, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I feel like Australian girls, as soon as they hear anything European, they're just like, oh, I yeah. just, it's just accents. Oh, it's I, the accent. I, I, yeah. I had that in America. When I was in America, I was in line to go to a show and I start talking and this girl behind me is like, oh my God, you have an accent. <laughs> and then all the girls are like, wait, what? He has an accent? <laughs> and I had this like group of girls. I was like, Babe, that's literally how I would do it. That's <laughs> what you are. Where's that accent coming yeah. from? Which- Where is he? <laughs> oh. Yeah. What about other things that you've noticed? Like, what do you think Australia does better? And what do you think Europe or America does better? Yeah. So lifestyle wise, like I just love how everybody is very much carefree here. People, most people, but probably not in Sydney, but most in the city, most people live in flow. And so it's like, whatever, you know, carefree in Italy, everybody just cares about each other. Like if you are going to the supermarket to buy groceries in Italy, you have to wear your best outfit. You got to put your makeup on because people see you. So you got to look the best here. People just don't give a F. U-C-K. Jeans wear. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Say it again. Yeah. And then also what shocked me when I came here the first time, I, re- I will never forget, I, I took the train from the airport to Town Hall where I was staying. And then I come up to the station and I see girls wearing these like mini skirts and like, you know, no bra. In Italy, it wasn't quite like that yet. So I was very impressed and happy when I mm. saw that. The people are just so comfortable. I'm so much more comfortable. Mm. Yeah. It's like maybe too chill though. It's like put a bra on back. Like. <laughs> Oh, free the titties. They're flopping no. around. They're flopping yeah, free around. the nipples, whatever. Yeah, free the nip. Free the nip. Like, if you've got good boobs, like, like yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I'm wearing a bra for most of the morning. But <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything that you think we could borrow from, like, I love, you know, like, it's like, romance country yeah right? well i mean you know when you go to europe there's just so much culture everywhere yeah. there's so much history and uh you know even just walking around the cities you're walking around buildings are like two thousand year old and and that essence is something that you can only really have in um in in, in europe and in older countries but uh now i think that you're doing things pretty well yeah we have meat pies I'm as adapted. culture we have footy <laughs> we have footy footy meat pies Potatoes, scallops, scallops <laughs> slash cakes. I don't know which ones people say here, so I'm going to say oh, yeah, scallops and cake. Sydney? I think Sydney scallops. Scallops, yeah. yeah. Oh, scallops. my God. Potato my, scallops are a totally different thing to potato cakes. My first experience I had at a barbecue in 2014, it was with, like, proper, like, Aussie blokes and their wives. I was at a um, party of, like, one of my managers at the restaurant, like, super Australian, and one of them was, like, you know, a little bit chubby, wearing his flip-flops, and then I sit down, I'm like, hey, you good? And he, he, he gets his flip-flop up, and he's like, bottle open now and dummy thongs, I'm set for life, mate. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, this is awesome. <laughs> I thought when you when you when you were gonna say we you good because you know how like you good can also be something that's quite yeah aggressive yeah like you good like you good oh like, okay like, yeah yeah it could be me like what the fuck are you looking at yeah yeah and I thought that that was where no, it was no, no, no. Yeah. luckily yeah. luckily it wasn't and I was yeah. like oh. I think it's because I smiled so it was like okay he's not a threat yeah it's also like when British people say you're right yeah you're and right. I'm like. Do I look sick? <laughs> I'm okay. And they're like, no, I was just saying hello. I'm like, okay. But it was a question. I'm so confused. I'm so, confused. <laughs> so, right now you work in kind of like wellness, your lifestyle coach. Yes. But before that, you were in hospitality, mm-hmm. you were a restaurant manager. Mm-hmm. And then before that, were you in accounting? I was in accounting, yeah. How does that work? <laughs> like that arc? <laughs> that was honestly, story. where's the gap? So now I've always been in hospitality pretty much my whole life from yeah. the age of 14. And then I had this moment where I was working for my family restaurant and, mm. and business. And then I had a fallout with my mom and I was like, fuck this, I'm gonna go and do something else. And uh, I went and worked in this accounting firm in one of the shopping malls in Tuscany, mm. only for like a year. I hated it. I, I'm psychologically unemployable. And so when I was just behind that desk, I was like, fuck this, mm. like 
there's got to be more to life than counting numbers and and arguing with people who wanted more tax back. Um, Me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I broke up with my Italian girlfriend. It's incredible how many things happen after a breakup, right? Yeah. And I was like, okay, fuck this again. I don't want to be little anymore. I couldn't stop thinking about how heartbroken I was. And I was looking for experiences abroad and Disney World came up. So I took it, went. And then, yeah. And then my dream was to work in a big restaurant in Sydney or abroad. And I literally found one, a really nice one. And, uh, and yeah, had an absolute ball. Can you touch, can I touch on the, the breakup with your mum? Mm-hmm. Like, are you- With my mum? Yeah. yeah. Are you guys still good now? Oh yeah, yeah. We're like, Okay. Best friends. Okay, cool. Because yeah. I'm like, uh, that, we, we glanced past that really fast. Yeah. And I was like, is that because you don't want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah. are, are you good? Like it could have gone either way. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we're good. We're good. We're like besties. She, She's like my my older sister. She's amazing. So you were just a brat back then. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, we, we've all been through there. I, yeah. I think that- uh, we, still I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I was like, what do you mean? I love my mum. I, <laughs> I was like, I love my mother. No, like, oh, I thought you said like to my mum. I'm like, no. no. It's a fine line, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I'm a brat. Like I'm yeah. definitely a brat. I know what I like. And I I will get what I like. Yeah, I know, I'll get it when I want it. Okay. Laser focused. Yeah. Well, I, I feel as though like you, the personality that you kind of have, even knowing you for a short time, it makes sense why you were in hospital for so long. It's the, it's the smiley. It's the like, you just seem very approachable. Yeah. Well, my train of thought was, I've always loved traveling. Mm. I've always loved making money and I've always loved helping people. And so when I first got in hospital, I could chat to people and my biggest goal, this might sound weird, but like, I would love it when people come in the rest, came in the restaurant angry or in a bad state. And I was like, challenge accepted. I'm going to, I'm going to get you to leave now with a big smile. And that was like my mission that night. And then I was training my staff to do the same. But then obviously, as you know, after like so many years, my body took a massive toll on me and I never forget I was at the restaurant and every night I was so grateful for my life and my job, but I was stuck in those walls. And I could see from the 47th floor, the cruise ships leaving. And I was like, ah, I just want to travel. I just want to like leave and just, you know, buy tickets and go and experience the world. And so I was like, okay, I made a little bit of a equation. I was like, if I want to achieve something in my life and I had like a specific amount of money and lifestyle, mm. how many years would it take me in this current job? And the answer was 243 years. <laughs> and so I was like, oh. I don't have that long. And yeah. so I need to find like something else where I can achieve my financial goals earlier. And so I made the decision to then change my um, I'm trying to approach. be very stereotypical Asian right now and trying to work out what this number was. <laughs> let me just give me, give me one moment and let me just go. Um, sorry, 10 years. He's got oh, this, yeah. he's got this. I know, I'm like, paper. Yeah. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> what, were you after like oh, 150 mil? No, 15 mil? I was after 3.5 a year. 3.5 mil a year? Yeah. Okay, I just worked it out to be like, how much would you make as a restaurant manager? Two hundred years, like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's that's a good number. Yeah, that's a very good number because I'm because I, I we talk about my retirement number all the time and mine's sixty mil. Yeah, sixty. Yeah, that's, sixty mil is my retirement number. Yeah, that's I love that. And there's so much you can do with money, right? Yeah. I mean, for me, it's all about living an, an epic lifestyle. But then I just want to give back. See, this is oh, okay. You're talking about giving back, probably in the charity way. I think about the retirement as. I'm not happy until I can do whatever I want, but with my friends. So like hey, ten of us, let's go to I don't know, Antarctica on me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's- like, okay, well we'll still be friends. Yeah. <laughs> can I be one of the ten? Yeah. <laughs> I'll send you all the dick pics you want. <laughs> I'll get rid of I'm actually, nine. I'm, a, I'm actually bisexual. I don't know. <laughs> I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind. I fucking hate this so much. <laughs> I'm going mad. <laughs> okay, let's talk about your career now. How did that begin? How did that get started? I'm assuming it's a more recent thing, like last two, three years? The wellness? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm in a network marketing company. Mm. People have heard it as Pyramid Scheme, but it's not. It's a legit <laughs> business. I pay taxes, I swear. Yeah. Um, and so I'm aligned with a company that sells supplements and, right. um, and all of it, like, you know, detox protocols, collagen, skincare, you name it. Mm. And so my, my duties or my job, my passion is to find people that have problems, mm. sell them solutions, support them along the journey. 
and I have lots of customers. And then I've also got people who like myself, when I start a side hustle or an online business. And so I have uh, weekly training calls and team calls where I teach people sales. Mm. Um, and we have an awesome community. We have awesome training and we're just all about good vibes and uh, I guess living life more on purpose. Mm -hmm. Cause like uh, from what I see from your gram, it's like you're super about health, mm -hmm. but also not just physical, like your spiritual and mental health as well. Yes, that's yeah. that's a big one for me. So when I was working in a restaurant, I remember I was I was partying heaps. I, there were weekends where I was spending like $2,000 on cocaine, not to mention the MDMA and all the other stuff that I, that I used to take, right? I was a party animal, always recreational. It was never like an addiction or anything, but like you, when I do stuff, I want to entertain my friends. And so I would yeah. buy 12 bags, two were for me, the rest were for my friends. Oh my God. But that went along for yeah. two years. And I remember that one day I woke up in my apartment in Bondi Junction and I slept through like six consecutive alarms and I was hopeless. I was just tired. I was a zombie and I had like bags under my eyes and mm -hmm. I looked at the mirror and I was like, who the fuck are you? I couldn't recognize myself. <laughs> Bags under my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that's me now. <laughs> but it's because I'm always tired. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how it happened. And so I started um, looking after my health mm. uh, with, uh, you know, better food and then working out and then looking after my mindset. So essentially connecting the mind, body, and spirit, which is now my passion. Mm. Uh, and that's what I do. Now I help people connect the mind, body, and spirit. Uh, I teach them healthier habits, daily routines. Mm. And um, I just wrote a book as well on it. So oh, I'm really excited oh to be When is that? Well, I finished writing it last week okay. and now uh, we're going to start pitching it to, to publishers and it's she, all about that connection. Do you need an editor? Yes. Yeah. I'm really good at editing. Are you? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm cause I'm a cunt. So oh yeah. So, but you know this, like I'm, I'm good at editing just because I'm like, no. Cause he's like brutal in yeah. a good way. That's and, like, good. Good, honest feedback. That's awesome. <laughs> it's actually really valuable. Yeah. Cause a lot of people won't do that for you. It's like, an, it's a, it's a love language. That's when you know that like somebody is a really good friend when yeah. you can look at you and say, this is shit. Or I you think that, yes. What he'll say to me. <laughs> no, it's, uh, I don't. I, no, I, I actually don't. don't. A lot of the time, if I give <clears> feedback, I don't actually go down the attacking the whatever you've done. It's more that I think what you need to do is maybe zone in with this area, cut this out because it's just fluff. Yeah. Mm. Like that. that's kind of how I yeah. deal with things. Yeah. It's yeah. good. <laughs> it's a good skill to have. And it's a good, it's a good friend quality to Absolutely. have around you, I yeah. think. Because then sometimes you really need someone to just tell you how it is, yeah. not how you want to hear it. There's enough yes men people in the world. Mm. We need to get your shit together kind of people. So we're talking about people that you want to surround yourself with. Are you, you're currently single? I am currently single. Yeah. What's that smile about? <laughs> I don't think you're single. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't sound like you're single. Yeah. I remember I told you in Melbourne. Oh, I, yes. Yeah, so I actually thought that she was going to be like a girlfriend for the weekend, but we've been talking and chatting, and so I'm just going with the flow again. So he pretty much um, stood me up in Melbourne <laughs> because for, he met for, a girl and oh. spent the entire weekend with her. Oh, that's really I was meant to go and work out with him and have breakfast, but it didn't happen. I know. He said no to me cooking. Oh, oh my God. I know. People in the whole of Australia <laughs> do not say no to cooking. Wow, she must be really. We were literally at fashion week. I think I was on a date, and I was just like, "What are you doing tomorrow?" Uh, yeah, He's come like, over. Let's like, let's let's work out and blah blah. Because blah. he told me he was going to the gym in the morning, and I was like, and "You know how in the our building, yeah, yeah. there's like the sauna and, yeah. all, and all the fun things that yeah. like you can do after all the, the things gym. that make him take his clothes off with you." Ah, <laughs> oh, come on, <laughs> get all sweaty together. Yeah. <laughs> See, honestly, oh, you're so awkward. No, honestly, this is the thing. People don't understand that, like. When I invite someone over for a meal, it's only because I really want to cook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are just like your pawns and guinea pigs because you're like, I'm cooking anyway. Yeah. So someone might as well eat. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's, it's, it's like it, doing you a favor. It's it's my love language as well. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's kind of like, I just want to feed you something. Like yeah. That. And it's like, that it can end there. I do it all the time. Like I have friends over all the time for like lunches, dinners, breakfast. Yeah. Lovely. No, but I would love to come next time I'm in Melbourne if the invite is still there. Oh, well, I don't know. Cause you probably come back to see the girl, won't you? <laughs> well, I know, but do it, do What happens after a show like The Bachelor where you come off in a love match and then it doesn't work out, but then you go to dating again. Do you find that people have this preconception of like, oh my God, it's a bachelor or like, oh my God, it's that guy who's famous. Wait, yeah. even before that, did you feel the pressure to continue the relationship? I did. Yeah. I felt a huge pressure. So I was living in this bubble of like, okay, 
I'm pictured as the most mature guy because I was obviously and the most romantic, <laughs> <laughs> the most romantic guy. And so I felt this pressure of like having to find someone and I really wanted to. And I was already envisioning myself proposing and, you know, living, living with the love of my life. Not that proposing is important to me. Like I'm mm. just, uh, it's not a priority. Like I'll do it if it feels good or if it's really important for the girl. Yeah. But I, I felt that I wanted to do it on the show. And so I did it. Yeah. And I made, I think I made the best decision with what I had on the show. And when we ended the show, I realized that, fuck, we are so not compatible, but I love you to bits and uh, I love myself to bits and we just need to separate ways and you need to find someone that can love you to bits like you deserve mm. and vice versa. There's no way we can even like try and make this way because it's not going to work. And so, so that happened. And then I had to wait a little bit because obviously we were on contract and I couldn't mm. be seen on dating apps. Epic fail, got seen anyway, but. Um, <laughs> well, that's dumb. You shouldn't be on Grindr. <laughs> Grindr. <laughs> I'm so scared of Grinder. You'll have, have to show me because I'm really curious how it works. Are you curious? Yeah, just just to see how, just to see, the, just to see the app. I've heard some stories. I was at a friend of mine in London. He's actually one of my best friends. He's a notorious drag queen. His name is Ginzilla. Mm -hmm. um, and every literally half an hour, he would disappear. And and I was like, where the fuck are you going? And then one night we got really high, and he was like, you know, when I was disappearing, it's like, yeah, well, I was literally going and like, you know, meeting guys and fucking in a random corner and i was like really and he's like yeah so is that a thing i mean it's called grinder for a reason right it's yeah a, it's, it's a thing but it depends on how you use it because i um i was talking to a friend about this recently where we both don't use grinder in that way we use it as an ego boost <laughs> where we sit there like we're on the app people talk to us they want to meet up and it's like great this person wants me goodbye yeah. <laughs> like, and it's just like, and that's it. yeah that's it yeah. I, I just wanted to know that like that i could yeah 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 i don't know i think um for me i think meeting up with random guys on an app scares me a bit mm. yeah i feel like a lot of people do on grinder though yeah like, they, yeah like more than on other apps yes. yeah I, well a lot of my friends use it as like a Let's organize something for the end of the night just in case I don't pick up. Mm. Oh, really? Like a fail safe? Yeah. Wow. So es essentially, you're using someone else's body to masturbate. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that is a great way I to look at emotional sex. I've never heard that before. I <laughs> love Should we it. just have a breakthrough? <laughs> yes. I definitely Use have a breakthrough. Use someone body to masturbate. That is like, copyright that right now. That's book two. Book two, done. Book two. It will be on sex, relationships, and grinder. <laughs> and curiosity. And curiosity. <laughs> okay, so you've got a new potential person that you're just seeing what happens with. How does a person catch your eye? Like, or what are you looking for? Oh my God, uh, what a, that is such a good question. So I actually thought I had something wrong with me. So I went on a lot of dates. And I, I was just, I don't know, I'm always looking for the spark or yeah. uh, the, uh, I don't know, like something that just makes me feel that chemistry connection or that curiosity to want to learn more about this girl. And I hadn't quite felt it. And I was like, fuck, there must be something wrong with me. Mm. And so, and then in this other case, it was magical. So, you know, when you, when you're in a room and you just feel someone's essence <laughs> or aura and you're like, fuck, I gotta go meet this chick right now. Yeah. And so that's what happened. And so I went to meet this chick and then what got me was the fact that she was super in her feminine. She was like super flowy and like almost like, I don't know, like she was dancing in, in, I don't even know. She was in a feminine yeah. and then she was really touchy. She started touching me and, mm. and I was like, this feels really good. Touch me more. And then we just connected on, on, on other stuff. <laughs> no, I, okay. you know, but you know, I also hate like, the the, the, these, are the, the, these are the things that you found really attractive. Those are things that I will find my, as my ick. Really? Like when someone's like really into me or they're really sweet yeah. or they're like, yeah. But you know what's interesting? I she was not into me, like I was into her. Yeah. And she was like just reciprocating really well. Mm. And then there's there's another part of that story which I probably won't say now, but um and tell tell us. Hey? Tell us. So so You don't have to. Don't peer oh, pressure. No, no, I'm not peer pressuring, I'm okay. just letting him know that he can tell us. Yeah, I can okay. tell you. Okay. So as I was fuck. Okay. As you were fucking. As, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> so as, as we were talking, it felt really good. And so normally I'm not very upfront. I yeah. take my sweet time before I ask a girl out. And so I was like, oh my God, like I am literally falling in love. Like what's, <sighs> what's going on? I was joking. I was like, what's going on? Are you single? You want to come with me to the next club? Like, we've got VIP entrance, come with us. And she was like, oh honey, I'm gay. And I was like, what? 
And so that happened, yeah. but I wasn't awkward. I was like, okay, all good. If you're gay, we can still be friends, come to, to the club anyway, and we will just hang out. And so we started hanging out and we were holding hand, hand in hand because it was really crowded. And then she, she became even more touchy and I was like, so confused. Mm. I was like, okay, so this woman is clearly gay, she told me, but she's also quite interested in me. Mm. What am I gonna do? And so- <laughs> have a vagina, babe. I don't have a vagina. Uh, and so she started, she said something to me and I was like, okay, I'm confused. So how long have you been gay? Have you always been gay? Like, what's the deal? She's like, look, I had a boyfriend like many, many years ago, but uh, since then it's always been girls. But if I didn't have my lipstick on, I, I would be kissing you right now. And so that's how it happened. And so obviously we started kissing. And you then, just kiss? Yeah, because like, as, as soon as someone says something like that, it doesn't matter the fucking have lipstick on. You're yeah. just like, yeah, I'm diving in. Yeah. <laughs> and in my head, I was like, I really want to go and, and have breakfast with Khan tomorrow. But... <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> but, but there was a gay girl. And I converted me. her back. Yeah. Yeah. I converted I her back. I converted her back. Oh, Imagine oh. that for my confidence. Oh my God. Yeah. Love Wait, that. so, whoa. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. that that's actually really interesting. That's yeah. a full on detail. Yeah, it's yeah. like when I got so gay during World Pride that I went that back went straight. Back straight. <laughs> really? It lasted about 45 seconds. It lasted a week where I just didn't want to be gay anymore. Yeah, like I can't do it anymore. I'm like, I'm not interested in men. Oh my God. That's what she said. Yeah. And then she changed her mind. And she changed her mind. That is actually what she said. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> just like, Babes, I'm not into it, but I kind of am. Mixed messaging. That's Mixed confusing. Me- yeah. I, I would have been like, yeah. This is a jigsaw and I don't know what to do with it. Oh, I love it. I'm, I'm also so intrigued. Yeah, I yeah, keep but playing. I kind of want to keep playing. <laughs> yeah. like, ah. So I do, I do know if you're both exclusive right now or are you still like, yeah, you're, 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 you're feeling the flow, but like, are you still open to other people right now? I mean, I'm sure uh, there wouldn't be any problem in being open to other people. I'm the kind of guy that once I feel stuff, then I'm just constantly thinking about that person. So I guess I'd probably say I wouldn't be interested in exploring anything else at the moment uh, because this is what I'm feeling now. That's so nice. Yeah. But yeah, we never know. Okay. We'll see. We hate the mushy stuff. So that's really great for you. <laughs> but I think I'm it's time. I'm happy for you, but anyway. <laughs> it's time for us to move on to our dessert. So our dessert section of the podcast is a part where we just fire really quick questions at you. Mm-hmm. They don't require, you can even say yes and no. Mm-hmm. Like you, you don't need to explain anything. If you want to, you can. I've got a few questions that I've asked for the listeners to yeah. kind of give to us. So I'm just going to hit them up now. <clears throat> they could be bad. We ha- I haven't looked through I mean, this. Sometimes they're weird. Sometimes they're really weird. Also, sometimes they're long fire. What does spirituality mean to you and how has it changed your life? To me, spirituality means the connection with whatever you want to call it, source, God, Allah, just being really in tune with that mystical part of yourself that Mm. has that inner voice and respecting that inner voice. I love it. Do you still talk to the other two bachelors? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very good friends with them. We have a group chat. We chat pretty much every day. Okay. So cute. There's two of them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. The building's burning. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. You have enough time to run into the building and save them. They're both tied up, so they can't help themselves. They're both tied up. Who are you saving? That's a tough question. I would untie one and then I would try to also untie the other one. And then whatever happens, happens. Which one are you untie first? Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to respond to that. (laughs) No comment. No comment. I love it. I love it. This one, obviously, because I asked it, that people want to know if you cook. Yeah, I, I, okay, so I do love cooking. I haven't cooked in a while because I don't like to cook for myself. So- You don't like to cook for yourself? No. You like to cook for other people. Yeah, same, but- so you guys would be really cute together. Yeah. No, because then we'll both be trying to cook for each other. And yeah, you know how annoying that would be? One meal for each other, like one no, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll clean, you cook. Okay, perfect. Yeah. That, see, that works. Okay, I yeah. don't like it when other people cook. I know. That's why I've never cooked for you. Because <laughs> I was like, he would fucking hate it. Like, like people <laughs> come over yeah. and like, they would be like, oh, how can I help you? Like, you know how you can help me? Get by not helping me. Kitchen. Like, like, just sit down, have a drink, whatever. Just leave it to me. I'll deal with it. Yeah. Don't touch my kitchen. Death row meal. It doesn't have to be one dish though, because my death row meal is like 20 dishes just in succession. Succession. So what's your death row meal? My, so the one meal that I want to have before I die? It does. It, it can be multiple though. Okay. Yes. So my favorite meals, essentially. Well, it's like, if you're about to die tomorrow, what are you ordering? Mm, I will order a pizza. That's Ooh. it? Yes. 
I would order a pizza. So I would have tiramisu. I would have a uh, brisola with homemade focaccia as well. Uh, caprese salad. Uh-huh. I love caprese. Okay, so only Italian. Yeah, only, I know. Yeah. I love like Italian. Italian menu. <laughs> yeah, and I'll have like, you know, some burrata with that. Like. <laughs> some prosciutto. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be making Canoli sauce on the side. side. Yeah. <laughs> Which is more Italian than yeah. yeah. Is there anything that you, uh, your biggest ick, like what turns you off the most? Negativity. Oh, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. Really Pe- people that complain a lot. Oh my um, gosh, yes. I'm always interested in solutions. And so my friends know it. Like if they complain to me, like I will offer solutions. And then they'll get annoyed. And then if yeah, you complain yeah. to me again, I'm gone. I'm like, let's stop fucking complaining. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Come to you then. <laughs> But having having, <laughs> having said having said that though, even with my friends, I am always like, okay, so do you want me to just be listening and hold that space, or do you want me to offer you a solution? And sometimes I say, just listen, okay. So I just listen. I'm I'm a good listener. But like when people are too negative and I don't know them, then yeah. I'm like, yeah. I don't think that I I, I pretend to listen, and I try I give <laughs> you, them the time. You multitask. But then in my head, I'm like. <laughs> but you know this. Yeah. Like, he means that he's like writing the second page of his fourth book. Like, <laughs> like, right? like, no, no, because like uh, so Sarah, Sarah and I, when we have conversations, and if she's having a hard time, I do try to give her as much support as I can. But it's only as much support as I can. Yeah, <laughs> like, so cute. He's like, okay, I love you. You are loved. Okay, bye. Can I we like, for you? Like uh, he doesn't know what else to do. It's like, okay, that's all I've got in my arsenal. It's literally trying to support you the best way I can. Yeah, yeah literally. But it will. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think uh, we're very similar in the sense that I I don't like negativity. Yeah. Either I don't think there's time for it. Like, but saying that I like to dwell in it f- in that moment. Yeah. To get so, it out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So if I'm like feeling sad or upset, I you will sit there and I will cry for 15 minutes and then be like, okay, we're good now. Let's move on. Yes. I think yeah. it's important to reflect yeah. uh, on what you're feeling. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. When I came to Australia, one of my biggest icks and was people asking me, you know how it's just a thing where they say, you can say, Hey Thomas, how are you? And then they just leave. And I'm like, don't ask me how I am. If you don't even want to listen to how I actually am. Right. So that was a big like, one for me. You? Yeah. Um, hey, how are you? And then people got me gone. I'm like, what the fuck? That was actually a really good segue because one of the questions is how is Thomas generally doing? He's doing good. He's doing really, really good. Yeah, I am loving life at, at the moment and always, I would say. But yeah, I mean, every day I just, I just have the intention and um, I made the decision to be happy mm. and that's how I live my life. Oh, I love yeah. that. So that is such a sweet thing to feel. I'm I like, know. I'm like, ew. Yeah, you're like, this is me out. <laughs> uh, would you ever do The Bachelor again? Yes. Ah. Yes, absolutely. Like the actual same show again? Yeah. Absolutely. I would go in with a whole different set of skills and I would not hold back this time because I was holding back a little bit. Yeah, a hundred percent. Bachelorette? Bachelorette? Uh, No, I want to be the main guy. Did you have Tim (laughs) as your EP? Channel 10? Yeah, Tim. Yes. Tim, Tim, if you're listening to this, which I will make sure that you do because I'll send it to you, Thomas would go again. And I reckon that he would be a great solo (laughs) bachelor. So maybe that's the vibe for next season. Also, for any potential competitors, a question, hottest thing anyone's, move anyone has thrown at you, and then, like, grossest thing anyone's ever thrown at you. On the show? No, in real life. (laughs) On the show? No one's thrown at you. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Are we talking sexual or? No, just, like. Let's go both. Like, any move, (laughs) any move someone has pulled on you that you're like, that was just. Mm. And then one that was, like. Mm, mm, I don't know why I'm, I am. A, I've got a dirty mind. I'm a Scorpio as well. So um, <laughs> you do. I, I just I, leave. I'm sorry. This is turning, turning into like a sexual podcast, but all I, all I can think of is me in Italy. I brought home this girl. <laughs> we were like literally about to have sex, and she just starts farting. <laughs> <laughs> But it was normal to her. She was like, oh, I'll just let one out. I'm like, what the fuck? This is disgusting. That For her, it was normal. That would be was- the end of like. <laughs> Anything ever. Well, yeah. Especially with gay men. It's like, that's where you. Oh, yeah. 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 So that, that was just like, so I was just so grossed out. And I was like, fuck this. Put your clothes on. Let's go. Let's get out of it. Yes, of course. <laughs> but I feel like, I feel as though it may be like, that is a natural thing that happens between everyone's bodies. But I think. Well, but Not there's a time and a time. place. Yeah. Like, but be married for 10 years yes. and then you're there. Yeah. Or day for a year. Yeah. But, but also if you slip or not, you're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. It just slipped out. She was like, 
proud of it. Right. Like, this like, is good messed on up. her for, like, going with the flow, but maybe introduce you to it. Not yeah. just, like, Do you know what's really boom. fucked up? The, the, if, if anyone pulls anything from this podcast, it's going to be that Thomas doesn't like women farting. <laughs> like, that's literally what they're going to say. No, that's not. Crisis woman I know. expression. And in my mind, I'm like, this is going to be the fucking headline if anyone thinks uh, anything. No, like, that's not true. I love women that fart. And, oh, <laughs> self, self, self-express. It's not like that. <laughs> I know. And then the other soundbite will be Thomas loves women who fart a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> oh my God. Sarah, do you have anything else for us? I think we've covered a lot of ground. I think it's just going to get real filthy. If we <laughs> yeah. keep asking these short questions. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I agree. What's next for you? Next to me. So I'm focusing a lot on the launch of my book. I want to mm. make it a reality. Mm. And then I would really love to get in a space because I'm really passionate in mental health, get in a space where I can host workshops and just go around Australia, maybe in, uh, mm. in offices and just teach people how to better manage their energy, their mental health. Mm. I just love giving back and I just want to do it like on a broader scale now. Mm. And also, I know I'm, I'm really into fashion. So attracting some work with brands as well. Mm. It's a whole new ball game for me. And I'm feeling curious to explore it. you be at the Grand Prix? Will I be? Yeah. Uh, yes, I think so. I think so, because I just realized the 10 are doing the Grand Prix, so I was like, you will probably be there. Yeah. All right, well, we'll hang out yeah. in Melbourne then. Yeah. But You'll cook for him. Oh, yeah, yes. I'll, I'll cook for you that week. Oh, no. Can you? Can you squeeze me in somewhere? I can't. <laughs> I can't. Oh, stop it. We just do like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I can't continue doing this. I'm just going to make sure like, okay, thank you, Thomas, for coming on and joining us today. That was a lot of fun. I have never felt so shy. <laughs> I know. Any, any, on you any episode. I know. Don't judge. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited also about the book and can't wait to see it come to life. Where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram, Thomas Maluccelli. Yeah, Maluccelli. They can slide on into my DMs. DMs. No dicks, please. And if you do want to slide, just write me a nice message. Don't just... And then attach the dick to it. (laughs) (laughs) Write the nice message and as soon as he replies, dipic. (laughs) (laughs) Got you. Catfish. Sarah, you're so much better at rapping than I am. So I'm going to let you do it. (laughs) Guys, if you haven't already subscribed, make sure you hit that subscribe button and leave us a five-star review or a little love letter. We love love letters. And follow us on FacePod, on Instagram. Really just hit us up in all directions, from all directions. We love you so much and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.